Tokes Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day, happy new year. I hope you guys are having an amazing week, the first week of 2021 so far. Um, As you guys can probably tell, I sound ridiculously excited and that's because I am. As you guys know well enough, I love a fresh start. There is nothing like a new week, a new quarter, and of course, the freshest of them all, a new year. And especially with everything that 2020 had for us last year, it's lovely to just be rid of that and get an opportunity to do things differently, to start fresh and all of that. And of course, the cynics are out hot and ready to say, well, it's just another day. Things aren't going to change because the day on the calendar changes. Well, it can, because sometimes what we need is that mental activation to really just pull us out of whatever rut we're in or get us into a mindset of doing whatever it is we want to do now that things are different. So for me, for about four years now, I've actually been coming up with a word for the year and whether you believe it or not, those words that I come up with that I really internalize become a major, major part of the story of what happens to me in those years and what doesn't happen. And I take it much further. I take that word and then I create a mantra to say every single morning based around the premise of that word. Maybe in one of the episodes in the future, I'll I'll get into my journaling process and how this has worked for me over the years. But For this year, my personal word is peace. And when it comes to my goals and my wants and all the things that I'm working towards for this year, the one word that could really encompass the way that I'll feel or the way that I'll be able to know that I've achieved is through that feeling of peace. Peace in the decisions I'm making, peace in my work, peace in my finances, And pretty much just general peace of mind. That is what I'm aiming for because that is where I feel my best. Last year, just for reference, my word was create. And I created so many things last year, (laughs) probably too many things, many things that I couldn't even action that I'm going to action this year. But I know that when I action them and they're working the way that they should, I'm going to feel a sense of peace. And feeling peace doesn't mean that there won't be moments of stress and confusion. I'm not so idealistic that I'm not realistic. I understand that there will be confusion, there will be stress, there will be difficult times. That's part of life and that's what we sign up for by living. But I just know that what peace means to me is that that is going to be the prevailing emotion and the overarching, overarching, either or, (laughs) the main goal of everything that I do at the end of the day. You know, there will be the struggles, there'll be the ups and downs, but at the end, I will feel a sense of peace because that is what I'm actively using as an indicator to determine that I'm doing what I need to do. So yes, if that's, if you guys don't do it, come up with a word for the year, come up with some affirmations. I'm actually working on a project right now, a journal that will really help people like you guys, if you're interested in being able to come up with a personal custom affirmation. No, sorry, not an affirmation, a personal mantra built up of a few different affirmations through some journaling prompts and things like that. So that's one of the things that I created last year. This year, I'm going to put it into work, but I really wish you guys the 
absolute best for this year. I wish you guys fresh starts, new beginnings, perfect continuation of the things that started last year or prior that you're loving. I just wish you well. And with that, we'll get into the first episode of the year. And this week, we will be talking about discretion. (laughs) And this topic, randomly enough, came about because of out of season mangoes. I know that sounds crazy, but lately these episodes have not been things that I've written. Like I haven't really been sitting down and saying, I'm going to write an episode about this. It's more so conversations that I have with other people or random thoughts that pop into my head. And I think, well, this would be lovely. So this is one of those. And that's how we're starting off the year. So the topic came about through out of season mangoes. So in my family, Myself, my um, my sister, and my mother, we love mangoes. So whenever we go shopping for groceries, we're constantly buying mangoes. And for the fast for the past few months, the mangoes have been weak. I don't know how else to put it. They haven't been sweet. <laughs> they haven't been juicy. Some of them don't even taste like mangoes. They just they're like artificial. They're just tragic. But every single time that I see them on sale and I go grocery shopping for the house, I give them another chance. I buy another one, especially when they're on sale. <laughs> I buy another few and I'm like, oh, I, I squeeze them. And I'm like, oh, these kind of look juicy. Maybe they're better. But every single time I do this, I'm disappointed again because, as I said, these mangoes are weak because what we want in our mangoes are flavorful, sweet and juicy mangoes. And these are just missing the complete mark they're not even they're not even anywhere near the target so last week I did this again mangoes were on sale um for like a dollar each or something and I bought three so my mom is sitting down and she's there looking at these mangoes and she tells me not to buy any more mangoes because their season has passed and I was like what (laughs) and me being me that just really got me thinking about how we do this in many different parts of our lives and how our discretion about things can really be shifted, not realizing that maybe the season has changed. So we allow a discount or an opportunity to overshadow what we already know, which is that whatever the situation is, is actually out of season. So it will never provide us the satisfaction that we expect from it, nor the satisfaction that we need from it. And this is what I did with the mangoes. And this is what we do in life. Um, And anything can really be out of season. Ideas can be out of season because the tide has shifted. If someone were to come up with, let's say, a calculator today, you're a little late. (laughs) The season has changed. Our phones have that. Unless it's like some ridiculously powerful scientific calculator that can do a bunch of stuff but if it's just a regular I just need to calculate the tax and how we're going to split the tip I don't need one of those in my pocket I have a cell phone for it um other things or opportunities can be out of season right um for me now I'm in a phase in my life where I'm really pushing entrepreneurship and creating things for myself so for me to see a job opportunity that would entice me would be very, very slim, especially if it's a nine to five. Of course, contracts or working with or for other people are still options that are available to me. And if you guys have those options, 
send me an email. But um, if someone were to say, I have the perfect job opportunity for your economics degree, no, the season for that has passed. You should have hit me up in 2018 before 2019 when I decided I wasn't going to do that anymore. Friendships can be out of season, as you guys know. Our friends in kindergarten, our friends in high school, our friends in first year university, our friends in our heydays of partying may not be the friends we want when we're married with children. You know, everything is seasonal. Relationships, the same thing, right? Like people sometimes genuinely love each other but they outgrow each other because direction changes. And another thing that goes out of season is our mindsets. What I was thinking to be true and the information I thought was necessary when I was 21 compared to me being 28 now, it's out of season. I'm, <laughs> I'm not there anymore, right? So there may have been a time where these situations were ripe and providing us with exactly what we need, but then a time comes where the sentiment or maybe even the season shifts, right? And our tastes shift in what we want out of our lives, our needs shift, our ideals shift, and our goals shift. And this moment is where it is important not to allow what is available to be confused with what is of quality, which is exactly what I did with the mangoes, right? They were sitting there beautifully stacked up in a mountain, those type of grocery mountains where if you pull the bottom one, there's going to be an avalanche looking bright and colorful. Some of them even look like they were juicy, you know, and that, and the fact that they were available and in abundance, I confused that with, or I equated that to quality and gave it another shot, knowing good and well that that wasn't going to be the case. So what you need to do when you're looking at what you want and what you need and what you expect versus what is available to try and determine the quality is that you need to ask yourself what you really want. This is the question, right? I'm just going to keep with the mango analogy because it's working well and it's true to my life. So what, what I really wanted was a sweet, juicy mango. And what was available were mangoes. If I didn't dig deep, as I didn't, I'd end up purchasing mangoes and then not being satisfied, right? So you need to ask yourself what you really want, and then you need to go deeper by asking what it would feel like, taste like, or look like, you know? Because I grabbed those mangoes, and anybody from the outside would be like, yep, she got mangoes, she wants mangoes, she's craving mangoes, so she has fulfilled her need. Yes, she wants love. So she found somebody and she's fulfilling her needs. But then when I go deeper, I'm like, no, I want a sweet mango. I want a juicy mango. I want a flavorful mango. And because I've gone deeper, what being deep and getting specific does is that it makes it easier for you to discern everything that isn't it, even when it looks like it, right? And that's what we need to do this year and just in general. We need to be able to discern what we truly want and how we do that is by getting specific. I'm not saying so specific that it may become superficial, but I'm saying we need to just know more than the general, right? Like I want to be married doesn't mean I want to marry a dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know that's ridiculously dramatic, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? Wanting something and seeing what's available is different from understanding the quality of how you want to experience that thing in your life. So when you ask yourself these questions, it makes it 
much easier for you to discern everything that isn't what you want. And in discerning everything that isn't what you want comes the ability to take a step back and maybe leave it on the back burner for a bit until what you want becomes available or comes into season. And a lot of things just like these mangoes will be there in abundance. You will see it in abundance, maybe even on sale. Like when you're interested, when you want something, the world kind of just brings so much of it to your attention. And that's why discernment is so important, right? It could be on sale. It can be glaring at you. They can make themselves nearly irresistible to the point where you waste your time, where you waste your money, where you waste your effort and where you waste your resources on something that really isn't worth it. And the reason why this happens is because we don't get specific enough. We just want something. And it's a matter of discerning. Do I want a space filler or do I want value? Do I want what's there or am I willing to wait to get the version of it that I truly want? And the nice thing about all of this though, is that seasons come back around you know by next june i'll probably report back and tell you guys that mangoes are in season again and i'm enjoying them in their abundance for the <laughs> for whatever window they're available and with life the same things happen right seasons change so there might be a season where this is what you want and then another season where you don't want it anymore and maybe another season comes where a different version of it or a different iteration of it becomes what you're interested in. And at that point it's available to you. So they may not be the exact same. I'm not going to get these mangoes that were here today, but they'll, whatever is available at that time when the season changes will be ripe and ready for me. And whatever you guys are willing to wait for and whatever you guys are looking for in whatever season it needs to be, when that season arrives, it's going to be ripe and ready for you. And you're going to be ready for it as well because you've been waiting. And one of the things I wonder, wondered was like, when I saw those mangoes and the fact that they were on sale <laughs> and I was so frustrated, like, what is this? I wondered why have something that isn't fulfilling its purpose? Like, why, why are mangoes still at the store right now when they're dusty, <laughs> when they're flavorless and all of that stuff. As you guys can see this passion, I'm, I'm not sure if you've heard this amount of passion from me in a long time. It's probably the new year and just the fact that I truly like food. So <laughs> if I'm talking about food, I'm probably going to be excited. So I was wondering to myself, like, why have these available when they're not serving their purpose? And in thinking about this, two things came to mind. And the first one is that because it can't be wasted, like point blank period. It's in stock. It's made available for consumption. As long as something is available or as long as something is in stock, it's made available, right? And to us, that's where the discernment comes, right? Like just because something's available is not of quality, but as long as it's available, as long as it's in stock, it's gonna be made available. It's just up to you to decide to, to roll your carts past it close your eyes, don't look at it, or to purchase it. And then the second reason I came up with is that different people are looking for different things. So me thinking that these mangoes are dusty, me thinking that a job opportunity right now is not the right thing for me, you looking at a person who's perfectly nice and deciding you don't want to be in a relationship with them is because it's not for you. It's not fulfilling to you. And in understanding that we live in a world that doesn't just revolve around us, one of the things we need to understand is that 
the purposes and the qualities that we look for in something could be the opposite quality of somebody else, right? Some people like myself are looking for juicy mangoes that are flavorful and sweet. Some people like sour mangoes and those are in abundance right now. I'm not going to be buying them, but some people probably wait for this season of the sour mango because they use it for whatever it is they use it for. And it's really beneficial to them, right? So some people want mangoes regardless. Some people want love regardless. Some people want attention regardless, or they want it in different ways from you. And the thing is that when you are specific with how you want something, one of the things you need to do is acknowledge the fact that it's going to take more time, right? Like I want these sweet mangoes and I understand that they're not available right now. So the trade-off is if I want something very specific, I have to be willing to wait until that's available. And in waiting until that's available, I'm going to see a lot of what I don't want. And I have to have the discipline to hold out for whatever it is I think is worthy. And this works in every single part of our parts of our lives as well, right? You want, you want that dream job and you know that the job market is a little tough right now. You've been offered other jobs, but they're not what you want. Then you have to be willing to have the patience because the more you narrow down, the less of it is available in the market, no matter what it is. And if we're going to narrow down and understand and put enough value in what we want to the point where we're willing to wait on the market to have it available. We also have to have the patience to do that, right? There are some people who are very picky and picky. There are some people who are very picky, but also in a rush. And that's not possible because there has to be a give and a take in one way or another, right? So it's up to us to really use our discernment on the quality of whatever it is that we want getting specific with it, and then having the discipline and patience to wait until whatever it is comes. If you're somebody who just doesn't want to wait, then maybe you're just going to have to take what you get, which is absolutely fine. Yes, people like to give us the the love stories and the unicorn stories of, oh, the first job I applied to was the greatest job of my life and it was everything I was looking for and I never had to apply again and I've been there for 60 years and I'm a millionaire, I'm a partner, I'm a CEO. I'm not going to say these things don't happen, but let's hedge our bets in a sensible direction. The chances of these things happening are are much less likely. So I'm here to just give you guys realistic tips. There's nothing wrong with being specific, but then there is something wrong with not with being specific, but also not being patient because you're not fully understanding and valuing your specificity enough to trade it for the time that is required to get what you want in the way you want it. This doesn't mean that some people's requests are unrealistic, but it also doesn't mean that you're arrogant for wanting something specific. I'm not really a go with the flow type of person. I haven't really been. In some ways I'm loosening up, but in many ways I understand what I want and I understand what it doesn't look like. And that doesn't mean sometimes I don't get impatient as it's coming, but I always remind myself that when it comes in that version, it's going to be worth it. And if I were to jump into something right now that doesn't look like what I really want it to, just because I'm getting impatient, I'm going to end up wasting time there and pulling out of whatever situation it is just to go back on the bench and wait for whatever it is I truly want. So yeah, that is just what it is. And the picker, the pickier you are, the more time it takes. And that's just a fact. But as I said, summer always rolls back around. (laughs) 
Those mangoes will be sweet and juicy. That opportunity will be perfect. The love of your life will appear. You'll become that version of yourself you've been working so hard to be. And all of it will be finally, finally, finally worth the wait. So yeah, this is what it is. I hope that this really helps you and I hope that it puts things in perspective and gets you a little excited for this year. If mangoes can make me this excited, you could only imagine what else this year has in store, right? But I don't want you guys to get to a place where you lose sight of what's important. And one of the best ways to not lose sight of what's important to you is to determine what's important to you. Because a lot of times we figure out what we don't want by experiencing it and then deciding, yep, I don't want that. But sometimes, and the easier and maybe less painful way for for as much as you can possibly do it is to determine what you do want and then ask yourself, what does this look like? And everything that doesn't look like it, you'll know is outside of the sphere of your interest, which is absolutely fine. And maybe sometimes some things you'll think are outside of the sphere and slowly they'll start to join the circle and that works too, you know? But yeah, I really hope that this helps you and puts things in perspective and gives you the patience needed because, you know, those things that we wait for, when we finally get them, we appreciate them so much more because we waited and we worked for them. And they're just so much sweeter. And with that, I'll get into the words to live by for this week, which are availability does not guarantee quality. And I think that's just pretty much (laughs) the main gist of this episode. Don't just look at what's available. Look at what you want. Because a lot of rubbish is available very often. And we don't want to fill our lives, fill our minds, fill our bodies with junk because it's of easy access, not realizing that we actually want and need certain things that may, that are, or may be of higher quality than what's available. And then when you decide that you want certain things that may not easily be available and they may be scarce in some form of the word, like I don't believe, well, let me not say anything about scarcity. That's a whole nother story for another day. But, um, yeah, like Some of the things that you'll want, it's not that they're not available in general. They just might be a further access to you. And deciding that you want that quality also means you're deciding to put in the work or the patience to accomplish whatever it is. So for this week, just take a look through your lives. See the things that that you're entertaining because of their availability and the comfort and maybe not because of the quality or what you really want. And maybe get back on the bench until the season turns around if possible thank you guys so 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 much for listening have an amazing week and i'll talk to you next wednesday bye